So hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Cookies with Aliens. I am Filippo, this is Astrid. Hi. And today we're just going to talk about stuff. Starting about some books we've been reading, some new eating information we've been gathering. And so Astrid has some things to say also about that that I'm very interested. So we shall all listen. <laughs> Yes, of course. <laughs> I want to start with the most amazing book I get. I got a hold of in the last uh, last week, and uh, I got it recommended from someone I just um, got to know. And um, this book is really—I just can say—it's one of really the the most informatic, the most um, one of the best books I. I had in, in years, I would say. And there's really about 82 species, I think, or 83 species, um, all really good described. And um, I just, um, my, my mind is just blown oh. about how many species they already got a hold of, kind of, and um, that they are really aware of us and they really come to visit us regularly and um, some of them are a bit darker some of them are very lightful i but i'm very happy to say that most of them seem to be very lightful mm -hmm. and so um yes but but really i'm blown away by it yeah that's that's really cool i mean um how did they did they say in the book how they um gather the information. I suppose that they have a lot of different testimonies and then they, they kind of pile everything up and try to do like a, a small text about every species, like regarding... Exactly, like whatever they came to, they, they came across about one species after the other, they just um, collected it and printed it in that book and um, it's like really, and so many things Haila already said are totally confirmed in that book. And okay. that is also amazing. And um, just, yeah, it, it's just, it's amazing. I, I repeat myself, so maybe you speak now because I'm speechless. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I, I'm having more more questions about the book too. I mean, how do they, because I really like the pictures part, um, uh, the fact that they have, uh, they try to draw their their descriptions and all of that. I'm I'm very visual in that. So, do they in the book only only put pictures of the ones that they have seen or the Melchizedek? Oh, Melchizedek, Melchizedek, Melchizedek. And those are some. Um there is a university of Melchizedek and it seems to be kind of a, what do you say, you know, a, um, a community kind of, mm. where you learn certain things and many of the ET species are members of that university. Oh. As this is something to be known at even higher than the cosmic law of one, not higher in the sense of more, but, but very, very specific, like, um, I don't know, I wish I would, but uh, it, it's also fascinating because I could clearly see that this Melchizedek thing is, um, wait, maybe, 
maybe I can say in the Myra system, an outer space city of 490 planets comprise the University of Melchizedek. All beings ascending from across the universe will pass through and learn from these worlds before their next incarnation world experience. Ah, so, okay, so they, it's like they have a planetary university? <laughs> Yes, kind of. Yes, exactly. Like, and, and some of us um, go there by night and uh, are already um, learning about this and uh, evolving through it. And what, what for me was so fascinating, I read that the Essence, the Essenes, where I was, you know, that group, mm -hmm. they are said to be... be um, Melchizedek, the, the one who's known also, I think, as the overall angel or some, some angelic being or something, ah. he, he made this group, he, he um, invented, not invented. Like, like uh, he created, like it was like it divided from him or, you know, uh, um, I, because it, he kind of, when he came on earth, he was getting this group together to to also to make sure that that the people can evolve here too but um many of them still were not ready for learning oh. and uh, so it brings so many facts together which are so fascinating and for and informative and i really think and Gary, in case you see that now, because that's the one I got this as a recommendation. Thank you, thank you, thank you again. Please, everybody has to, to read that if you're really interested in ETs. It's, yeah, it's just amazing. Cool. So is there any, like, uh, like those ones? Those ones that I, from what I understand, they're like an offspring also of uh, Lyra, Lyra? Yeah, the... there are also some from there yes uh -huh. uh, but is there any species that you some of those that it, it just stuck to you that you i'm just curious <laughs> for example super angels i never heard oh, yes. about super angels wow what is are from the isle isle of paradise Super angels are androgynous beings. What, what is the difference between a super angel and an angel? Some created angels in the past believed. Now, I mean, that's stupid if I, if I read that now, but I also don't really get yet all the clues out of it, but um, maybe they just are called like this. Yes, it's interesting. I mean, I suppose. Ah, now I know. It's mm -hmm. superb seraphim. They are universal guardians and protectors of the higher realms. Oh. So this is an extra group of angels, like really, as the Elohim and the seraphim, and are are oh. specific groups, like maybe special agents or something. <laughs> So amazing because now we're at this point again oh yes this is when i read the, this i told you um there are also these dark beings described mm -hmm. where you really probably don't want to get contact with mm -hmm. um and um 
now I really wonder how far can they really go with their stuff without being, you know, observed of the higher or light, more lightful beings of all those super angels and without being disrupted or um, without being disturbed from them, you know? I really wonder because sometimes it's like um, they say, for example, there's this bat being, bat like, uh, you know, this animal, bat, <laughs> yes, like Batman. And um, they say that these beings really nurture themselves from our anger, our frustration, drugs. So if you have drugs in your energy field, it's like they get their nurturing out of it and they are seemingly some kind of energy field which can make you need more of it and want more drugs, want more of anger, you know, amplify everything. And, and so I really wonder how now those lightful beings come into that picture do you have to call them to help you or i mean you always have to call for help i i know but you know what do you think about this mm, i mean i think there's a lot of different perspectives here i mean starting with with what you said that that it's like how do they both it's like how can they light beings allow the dark beings to do their stuff is there it's like can they be hidden or but i mean of course we're coming here from a premise already that's like light good dark bad and then i think that kind of can distort a bit things because if you are from an integrative side the positive one you can see, and especially if you are a super angel, <laughs> you can see that how everything is fitting. I mean, you kind of need, need the dark polarity to allow also to move the positive one, kind of like in the mechanism. So they see how everything fits. And so also because of that, it's like they don't, I'm sure they don't want to control anything or to modify anything because then they would be going towards that polarity too i mean usually it's the negative or the separative that tries to control the, uh, things that tries to make things in a certain way because also many times it can't see the full picture it can't connect to that whole perspective so it's like i would say paradoxically they can coexist perfectly because it's part of the integrative nature to allow things to unfold so it's like it's okay if you want to express yourself in that way in a negative polarity <laughs> you know because also they know that all beings have that that divine spark in them so they they always have the power to shift themselves to whatever they want to be so it's like there's really no harm in that and of course mm -hmm. us being here playing in this um, density of course it seems for us that the stakes are much higher than the ones that like they don't really experience death in the same way we do for them it's just like like children playing but for us it's like life or death 
<laughs> so that perspective can make sometimes things a little more more challenging to realize but i think it's it's really because of that that's that's how yeah it's the darker beings also have a, a role to play in all true i mean there was one thing i think it were the the draconians um who are said that they are even teaching their children right away that uh, all humans are immediately um should immediately be destroyed as soon as they see us um because for them we are just trash they said something like this and i was like okay i will go as far as i can around them if i can somehow um really um manage it to to avoid them you know but it's so weird this this whole game of dark and light and um you know and all those beings the one who who are all on the cosmic law of one and the other ones who are on the service to self mm -hmm. and to to really see that we are kind of just some figures playing our role and mm -hmm. having to decide do we want to go on the light on the bright side or on the dark side and why would somebody really decide to go on the dark side that is of course maybe for people like us more hard to understand than for others but it's like it's it's like mind-blowing like i said I, i i can't even hold still when i have this book i'm i'm like what why do they why should they do that why would they do that and why do species like this even exist and you know everything is created at once everything is already there so do you think that also those dark beings have a parallel version of themselves where they decided to go to the bright side to live the bright side i'm sure very much like us i'm sure even if you see that linearly probably i mean it's the the, the i think we already talked about this once here it's if if uh, uh someone from another society would channel one of us and they would channel one of us from the dark ages they'll be like those damn humans and even just now depending on the human that you channel right now it's like it's like those humans are really like they they just want to kill and conquer everything and then it's like but there's also beings like us that it's like we don't really want to 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 go to war with anyone it's just like we're loving beings in the human race so it's like and we're becoming in my perspective much more integrative as time goes by of course still with a lot of uh, the other polarity going to the surface but i'm sure like in 50 or 100 years the comparison will be like it's like were you these guys i mean yes we were but at the same time we weren't it's like we are so different now that it's almost like <laughs> it doesn't connect so i'm sure that with draconians and all of the species that usually are really the the focus of being uh the negative polarity i'm sure they also have that because i also know that for example there are a lot of i i there's this channeler i don't remember his name 
that's it channels like um, there are benevolent reptilians and there are also like hybrids um, species with with reptilians that are very positive so true they're also mentioned in that book ah. and that's that's really true i mean if if you want i can um maybe you There, and and they also say there are good and there are bad ones um, in in some of those you know so yeah you really yeah the the Saurian for example those ones they say they believe in the cosmic law of one they're cute <laughs> <laughs> oh wait where's the ah oh, yeah that Saurian female yes um, <laughs> all those ones wait. Sorry. Oh, that looks like an anime. Royal. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe some of them are out of those those. You know, he probably had to to get a hold of whatever he could get a hold of. Maybe but, some. Um, <laughs> and they are just believed to. Um, they the the people who or the one who wrote this book says that he thinks that they believe in the cosmic law of one. So in one of some, ca some cases, they really don't know anything, it seems. That last I one think. was what? Huh? That last one you showed was what species? It was a Regellian male, wait. Regellian. Regalian. Oh yes, Rigel. Rigel. That's that's a star from. Isn't it around Sirius? No, I'm not. From sure. the Rigel star system in the Orion constellation. Orion. Ah yes, Orion. Okay. Ah. So. Interesting. Interesting. Wow! 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 Really. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, also regarding the, the negative, because it's interesting, we, we always, it's still coming very much from this place of separation. We usually, and for, for, from a very basic fear instinct programs, like our tendency is to think that if it's somewhat looking like a human, that like the chances are much higher that it's a positive being but it's if it looks like a reptile i'm sure you're really negative because it's it's such a big difference for us it's like like you going to the jungle and seeing a lion is like you're definitely going to eat me so i mean if you see a giant reptile in front of you kind of like the dinosaurs like you're definitely going to eat me <laughs> and, it's not, and yeah. it doesn't need necessarily to be like that i'm sure like us there are tons of humanoid species that look very much like us that they're playing exactly the same game it's just like they're much more charming for us <laughs> and and it really is like you said that um, even on earth i mean imagine you would you would meet a human who really is a very dark gangster or something and uh, <laughs> you would know about humans most of them are very kind and friendly and then you would meet him and you would think like i thought different about humans but you're totally right i mean you can't say from one about 
the whole race it's not possible mm -hmm. and that's also something that i always take in consideration when reading books like that it's that it's it's um it's like a compilation of different testimonies but it doesn't mean that it's because of course there have been some contact already but it's not i'm sure it's not a big number of it so you can't always be sure if that information is 100% correct it always everything with all kinds of information it always comes back to yourself to really feel does this resonate or not and also if that information triggers you in some way it's like what am i believing that it's getting triggered here that's there's always a point there to to observe and explore and expand so like, like i told you yesterday we were talking a bit about this um i i also sometimes feel very drawn to those kinds of books i the one the last one that i bought there was somewhat similar to that i was just browsing amazon and i bought an ebook there was that it seems that's one in like a ton of books they already wrote but it's like uh, different testimonies from from people in all around the world or where they they saw ufos but also on those specific ones the book i bought about is that they also had like a visual sight of beings inside the ufo so i bought that because i thought it was really interesting and there are some and the way that also the the one seeing them interpret certain messages and how because some of them always seemed for me that they were very ominous like your human species is destroying the earth and you will have to change your ways otherwise you'll be destroyed it always seemed to be something like this it was like okay it might be true but it doesn't also totally it's like you're always kind of reading that and like hmm. because <laughs> i'm sure that even like visual interpretation it depends on, a lot on the person that's seeing them and interacting with them also because with higher density beings like like the il it's like when you are it, it isn't as physical like here so i'm sure also that symbolically our mind gets really detailed or really customized symbols for us so it's like i can interpret something as being like a shoe and for you it makes more sense when you look at it as like a croissant <laughs> it just came to my mind <laughs> and then it's like oh no but they clearly had shoes and you say no no they were croissants i'm sure they were eating them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, oh yes <laughs> it's like uh, just to say that i think there's always a lot of room to interpret stuff and also I also sometimes like you read some some really dark things sometimes on those testimonies and you're like <laughs> damn it's like this is kind of scary it's like I'm reading an horror book or something <laughs> it really triggers sometimes and 
Um, you remember that Hila just said that uh, we are now heading into such a transformational time that everybody um, at this moment living in the here and now should not should in the should manner, but um, could be a bit more aware of his own shadow parts as now they are going to be more and more reflected and more and more manifested in any ways. And I can just say out of my own life, it's really, it's just incredible how things are manifesting out of the, the seemingly past from thoughts you had, from fears you had from beliefs you had and and how it's it's like a, it's like really two days ago there was one situation in my life where i could really see that some things out of films you saw out of situation you created in your head out of things you maybe believed just manifested as a, an extra Hollywood classic and just come right, <laughs> right in your face. They, they even might ring at your doorbell and really, and you're like blown away by situations which seem to come out of nowhere, but of course they don't. It's just, it was inside of you. And um, this is now maybe also kind of a calling of, please be more aware what you have inside of you because now it's the time it's going to be manifested and um, not always in the most expected ways, I would say, right? Yeah, yeah, I feel exactly the same. It's like if before you would get like a glimpse or the shadow would start growing a bit like slowly and you would start being aware like, there's something there, but you kind of had time to just look away, let it grow a bit more. You'd look, oh, this is getting a little uncomfortable. And now it's just like you talk about something or something that was in your mind unconsciously that you didn't realize. And suddenly it's like someone just presses the max button. And it's like huge shadow. <laughs> You're just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> It's like totally uncomfortable, but I mean, at the same time, it's like we almost have no other choice under than to really deal with it directly and then transform it completely because it's just like exactly what to do. It's it's instant. So I mean, <laughs> it has this very uncomfortable negative side, but we humans overall need to get very uncomfortable in order to change some stuff usually. So. Exactly. And I guess if we really face the challenge and if we really say yes to it, it's mm. like you just said, you, you are just going out of it being totally transformed in a way and you can even feel it. And, it's, and afterwards, it's like things coming to your life which show you kind of even that now there was a big change again. And uh, this is really quite, quite amazing to, to see that now so clearly, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's like even really small stuff that it might, if you, you wouldn't even realize that it was bugging you. Like I, I have a clear example. I mean, I have a lot of examples, but this one is... <laughs> very easy to, to share because it was so insignificant in a way. I was 
kind of having a discussion with someone from my family like two weeks ago or something about the idea of uh, going around my car and seeing some cities around Portugal and stuff like that. And then there was this reflection like, oh, but you're going to take the car. You can be stuck somewhere. The car will be broken. And then what are you going to do? It was like, well, if that happens, I'll deal with it. But I guess that kind of was an unconscious triggering you that I had. I, I kind of brushed it out. I was like, of course, that's not going to happen. It never happened so far. So why would it happen in that precise moment? Of course, I had to make a trip. And it happened in that precise moment. <laughs> Just like one week later or something, the car was never broken so far, but it had to be broken then. It was like, okay. <laughs> so I guess that now I'm going to prove to everyone how I can deal with stuff when the car gets broken. <laughs> you know? And also, I mean, at the same time, I'm sure that now I want to have ever again the fear of what if the car gets broken somewhere because now I know exactly what to do. <laughs> I gone to, I've gone through that internship. So a lot of things right now, I think are really going to be like this. It's like, okay, you have this fear, deal with it. Okay, now you have this one, <laughs> deal with it. So it's like in one month, we're all extra buffed here already. Like, I can deal with it. <laughs> moment like you said so uncomfortable it can be so uncomfortable but I guess if you in that moment can get just a slightly bit of an awareness that this is your creation you created exactly that situation then you can really kind of switch it almost and then suddenly you begin to enjoy the whole situation. You can smile, you can maybe even love it. And uh, just be careful with that hugging thing. I really, as you know me, it's uh, sometimes not so appropriate to hug certain beings. And uh, yeah, it's, it's um, it, I don't know, but uh, for me, it's really, it's, it's, like I said, the third or fourth time already, it's mind blowing. A whole life can be mind-blowing if we just let it be and just observe and just mm -hmm. always try to be at the observer role and really just love whatever comes our way, then life is just amplifying and amazing. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it's literally what we have all been asking. It's like change. But then change starts coming and everyone's like, ah, it's changing. <laughs> the universe is like, well, what do you want? <laughs> they want change or they will not want change. But in a way, yes, we can't really stop change. So it just is what it is. But I mean, worst case scenario, we'll have awesome stories to talk about. It's just like you wouldn't even imagine what happened to me in the last days. <laughs> it's like you suddenly are so like, you really feel like anything can happen and you'll just like I said, you're extra buffed. It's just like, oh, okay, so no, no, my 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 car broke. <laughs> oh yeah, so just we'll just find a way <laughs> because everything is is changing so quickly that it's like 
you want you get to a point where it's just like oh just another thing a new day a new thing to deal with (laughs) (laughs) it's very interesting (laughs) i just think the most important thing again is to to i don't know how but just always trying to be in the observer role no matter what like really don't get into the emotions don't get like really angry or frustrated or sad or whatever comes your way just try to be in the observer role and i really have to say in i would say maybe even still one year ago i could so easily go into that emotional role you know in that um because it it was just hitting me like and you can't do anything then but like you say since life really presents us more and more and more and faster and faster it's like i don't get emotional now because it tomorrow will be another thing and so it's just um yeah just a matter of time yeah yeah and it's i'm really sure that all of this is going in the direction of all of the things we've been asking also somewhat opening the door also collectively for us to it's like the joke everyone was making with the the 2020 last year it's like everything was happening collectively so unexpectedly that they were like making those comics like oh it is are here and everyone was like Oh, would have thought. <laughs> it's like no one would even have a strong reaction anymore. So, oh, ET is cool. <laughs> that kind of works in our favor. It, it isn't like that shocking reality. It's like because creation by itself is always changing. We were the ones who were always creating the same kind of change every day. But it doesn't need necessarily to be like that. So now that it's showing its true colors in a sense, it's like we're getting used to that. So it's like ETs one day and volcanoes the other. Water volcanoes. <laughs> it's like somebody's knocking at your door and you at the at the first beginning you're kind of frightened. Then you just open the door and you're like, hey, how nice to see you. And so the other one is like, I didn't expect that. I want to frighten her, but you're not anymore. So just, and then it's transformed immediately. It's like, wow. Mm -hmm. You'll be in that frequency. You only get more and more things of that frequency. And that was something I wondered also about. If we are in those kind of high frequencies and we really are in those loving states and that probably it's, it's not even possible that one of those very negative beings even come into your life because mm-hmm. he, he or she or it will, will probably immediately feel that, that, that light, that love, that, and it, then for them, it must be like fire for us. Yeah, and I'm sure that if you would get to this very small breach where both of you were able to meet, although you are such big di- uh, frequent, such a big difference in frequencies, uh, that's like synchronicity by itself would allow it that 
even if the other being was was trying to be mean for you it's like you know those movies where someone is really happy going in around its life or the cartoons and it's just like sees a coin on the ground it's like oh a coin and it gets down to get it then something goes over his head and it's like oh what a beautiful you know it's just like everything that's trying to get him is just like slipping and he doesn't even realize it i'm sure it would be something like this even if you would perceive him and he's going running to try and get you something would happen that you'll be like just turning around that corner or just seeing it and like oh, okay so i don't really want to interact with you and you just go your way and something would happen that he wouldn't ever be able to reach you because you're like you know you, he can't get you in any way and if something is really seems like it's like getting you it's again okay so if this is happening it's showing something about myself and you're instantly changing your frequency just by by going into that perspective not thinking like oh okay so now he's trying to get me now i'm going to be get it <laughs> gotten i don't know <laughs> i guess so yeah that's what i wanted to add about that because it's our time, isn't it, Astrid? Yes. It's right on point. Yes, perfectly. <laughs> so I'll say the final things like usual. Uh, in reminding everyone we have an Instagram. You can follow us there. Also that you can comment wherever you would like because we would we are always reading the comments and we reply to them whenever we can, but it's always really cool to see you interacting with us so please continue to do that and yeah that's the thing i want to say thank you Astrid. <laughs> thank you so much it was so amazing like always and uh, for everyone outside have a wonderful week as always yes see you, <laughs> see you.